Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here talking all things Disney. And Doug, we are back in our home studio after having an amazing little vacay slash rope drop radio trip where we got all to, work all work it was a work trip all You're work. right all work uh yeah we got to you know did a lot of research we recorded some live podcasts yeah. uh but instead of dropping one of those this week we thought we'd kind of give a trip report uh now that we're both in the studio and we've been able to kind of reminisce a little bit and talk about it but first before we jump into our trip report doug we have some disney news we need to talk about like we do every week so what is the couple big things that are happening right now before d all right. Well, uh, one big thing that just was released recently um, was the lineup for the Eat to the Beats concert series for Food and Wine. Uh, Food and Wine, in case you didn't know, runs from August 31st through November 13th. So just a short little festival. Um, lots of bands. They play like two to three nights included with your park permission at Epcot. They play in the American Adventures in that theater back there. So there's some good ones. There's some questionable ones. There's some new ones. Would you like to hear who some of the new acts are this year, Derek? Sure, might as well. Um, the Baja Men. You know, they let the dogs out, and now mm-hmm. they're at Epcot. Uh, let's see, some other new ones who I even know. 10,000 Maniacs. Kenny G. I'm not really sure. You're saying these are new acts. I've heard of them these are before. New to, these are new to the festival. Okay. Um, Blue October, that's one I wouldn't mind getting a bite to eat and listening to. They'll be there November 2nd through the 3rd. Um, and then Squeeze, I don't I don't know who Squeeze is, but yeah. they're the last band. Um, returning, always popular, Boys to Men, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, Hanson, Toad the Wet Sprocket, and lots of bands older than I care to to listen to. Also, Sugar Ray and David Cook, Sister Hazel, Plain White Tees, Fuel. That's another good one. So there's there's a lot of bands. Huge list. Not going to go through them all, but some good, some bad, some eh. You can hear them in the distance. Or you can get the dining package and guarantee yourself a seat. Well, speaking of dining packages, there is some other really big Disney news right now happening in the world of dining, Doug, and I'm excited about it. So why don't you drop it to our listeners what is that is all about? So uh, the dining plan in the past, you get your credits and you can get a meal. And with your meal, you can get a soda. Not everybody drinks pop, as we call it here in the Midwest. I, I tried my best to sound like I'm not from the Midwest there, Derek. Did you catch that? I did. I said, I said soda. Or if I was from Georgia, I'd call it a Coke. Um, but uh, so now they're including alcohol and premium beverages. So that's a pretty big deal. Um, and you would think, man, they added something that big to the dining plan. How many millions of dollars more does it cost? Well, it only went up like a hair. I mean, just insignificant almost, really. You can make back more by drinking than you're losing. Um, 
But well, when, it is, when alcoholic drinks are about nine to fifteen dollars, yeah. depending on what you and, get in the bar. I mean, we shared a drink on our trip, and it was ten fifty each. So, uh, well, we didn't share a drink. You got mm-hmm. one, I got one. But uh, yeah, I, I love it. I think uh, for the few dollars that it went up in the dining plan, you know, you get two ADR uh, type meals, you get two drinks. That's twenty bucks ish. Well, it's almost just, like you're saving money by drinking almost. a little bit. Almost like think about uh spoiler for later in the show. We went to Backlot Express. You got a beer on tap, right? Yep. That would have been included where previously mm-hmm. if you wanted to drink that beer with your meal, well, you've already paid for the soda, but you're not going to get that. Like you're just totally not getting it. You're going to you couldn't even apply that part of the credit towards your your beer. Uh, you just totally lost the pop and you're getting the soda. So. Now it's kind of more inclusive. And you're thinking, wait a second. The Magic Kingdom only has, like, be our guest where you can get alcohol. So they include the premium drinks, like the frozen concoction sort of things, um, that sort of stuff that the kids can have. There's the non-alcoholic beverages included as well. So lots of options, more included than excluded if I'm looking at the list of what's included. So that's that's pretty great. Uh, I think it will make a lot of people happy. Well, I just booked the dining plan with Michelle McKnight, our our awesome travel agent, uh, for our trip in February. And that was, you know, one of the things that I thought about when when I did book it. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, uh, it definitely, you know, I was like, ooh, it's a little more expensive, but it'll definitely work itself out. Yeah, and with you got two children that you're traveling with, and kids are, if you're going to character meals, great value. Mm Mm-hmm on the dining plan and plus it's going to be you with a couple kids you may need that drink by the end of the well i might i might need if it's the breakfast you know the uh the frozen mocha coffee latte and Ah, in there so get that in on that so and then you know those uh afternoon lunches you get those big smoothie slushy things so Mm -hmm. on a hot more sugar yeah cold and sugary energy and icy and there's that's and there's one other piece of news. We, I want to get into the, the show today, but there's one other piece of news coming out of California in Disneyland. And what is that? So it's kind of odd news. It's Fast Pass related. Disneyland's dabbled with like Max Pass and some other things lately. But this is, they've gone digital on their Fast Pass. So a lot of people said, oh, Magic Bands and all that sort of stuff. No, no, it's still not that good. It's like they took all the really good parts of. The My Disney Experience and FastPass Plus, and decided not to implement those, and just kind of the okay parts, and they're doing that. So everything's digital now. You no longer have a paper FastPass at Disneyland, and this started just the other day. And so you still have to go to a machine, put in your ticket, but it just puts the FastPass on your park admission ticket, on your their media, so your annual pass or your you know five day hopper. So it's on there, and then the app reminds you what time it is. So you still have to have an app, but you can't book anything through the app. You still have to walk all the way to the attraction, get the FastPass, and then walk where you wanted to go. So to me, FastPass Plus, the best thing about it is I don't have to backtrack across the park three or four times. As the FastPass runner, it was great. It saved my legs. But Disneyland's not doing that. You can't book anything from your app. Um, There's no magic bands. So it's just basically they're going to save a lot on paper, well, and then you come back and you scan the ticket. Well, and they're also going to save on the fast pass scalpers that we've all at least seen a couple times, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, yeah, I got you know, I got a couple fast pass. What are you going to give me for them, kind of thing? Because uh, you did see that every yeah. now and then. They really, they really try to uh, shun that, but it does yep. happen. 
Yeah, I've, I've done the opposite of that. When we've had ones we can't use, I've just handed them to random people. And usually they look at me like I'm pushing drugs. But it's like, no, just take these. I can't yep. use them. I'm leaving. Um, but, yeah, people have scalped them, especially at Disneyland, where some some return times, like on Radiator Springs Racers, can be way out. So there is a premium showing up late, and, you know, you hold the two tickets up like you're outside a stadium. So that will definitely be eliminated. But... I don't think it can't possibly be too long before the app is booking stuff and you're doing it on the computer from the comfort of your home and it's going to be on your wrist. It just can't be that long because all the good parts of my Disney experience and FastPass Plus are totally left out. It's the saving the legs, the walking back and forth, booking in Mm -hmm. advance. That's what you're not getting. So we'll see what's coming down the road. But that's where it's at right now. Well, it's exciting. Disneyland, Disney World, you know, everything's catching up with the the future is now. I mean, soon we'll have queue list line systems. I don't know, 10 years from now, and this whole Fast Pass thing will be uh, behind us. You never know. It's always changing. Never know. Never so, know. so let's let's talk about our trip a little bit. We had a really good time. We spent uh, three days down in Orlando together. Got to learn a lot about each other. Uh, learned that, Doug, you are a big snorer. Maybe. uh, Rumors. It's all rumors. rumors. I've never heard it. I didn't believe the rumors until I heard it. But no, we had had a great time getting to know each other a lot better and, uh, you know, help on the show. And and, uh, just all together, it was a great experience. But let's dive into it a little bit because we did it pretty quickly. And a lot of the things that we did are great tips for when you go on your trip. You can do these short, fast turnaround trips and still do a lot of things because – Doug, we did a lot of things. We we did. We saw a lot in three, really, what? Two and a half days. Two, two and a half park days. Yep. So start at the beginning. We had a bright and early, what, 6.20 a.m. flight yep. out of Omaha. And uh, we stopped in St. Louis for a little bit, long enough to stand in a long line and get a bagel. And uh, then we were off to Orlando. And uh, what time did we land? Like 12? 12.30. 12.30, yep. um, walked on over to the Magical Express. We uh, just carried on, I will say that. So we didn't tag anything for the Magical Express, but we uh, grabbed our bags, walked on over to Magical Express. We were on a bus, oh, in just a short minute or I could, two. Weren't I we? couldn't we even really get this. Well, I was trying to get the right, sunglasses yeah. out of my backpack. I didn't have time to Damn. do that. Yeah, uh, that's how fast our, our wait was. We waited maybe 10 minutes sitting on the bus waiting to pull out. It wasn't too long. Nope. Um, and then we, uh, we were staying at Coronado, but we stopped at pop century on our way. If mm-hmm. I remember right, that's correct. Right on the way to Coronado. It made no sense, but it was like our bus wasn't full enough. So they just grabbed all the pop century people and said, here, get on. And, uh, then we were at Coronado. Our room was ready and we walked, put our stuff in the room. And then, um, we were right by a bus stop. Coronado, for those that don't know, is massive. And we recorded a show all about Coronado while we were at Coronado. So we're not going to talk about that too much. No, but, that, uh, that episode will come out here in a couple weeks, but it is a beautiful resort. And you're right. We are yes. right by uh, a bus stop, which is perfect because we, we jumped. Uh, we got into our room, changed, and jumped on a bus. Except we didn't really jump on a bus, did no. we? I said I needed a drink of water. And oh yeah, we're slow. We missed we the bus because you drank came water. Came out the door. Derek's the, the, there goes our bus. And like, ah, oh, surely isn't our bus. And twenty five minutes later, we were on a bus because I had to have a drink of water. It was hot. Yeah, it was hot there. 
missed uh, uh, we didn't miss anything in the parks. I think the most amazing thing, the people thing that we can tell people is about two hours from about 12 when we our wheels hit the ground to when we were hitting the ground inside the magic kingdom it took about two hours and we checked in we did magical express so if you take an early enough flight you can still get into the park at a reasonable time and still get a lot done don't ever don't ever be afraid to do it yeah it's totally worth paying for the park day for the partial day and um, you know, part of our advantage was we didn't have little kids. We didn't have to take like 20 bathroom stops. We didn't, you know, we were a little more mobile because it was just us. But I still feel like we could, my family probably could have done it just as fast, if not faster, because my wife would have like prodded us along. She wouldn't, I wouldn't have gotten that water. Drink. Nope. No, no, I would have dehydrated and died. But we made it, um, made the fast passes. We had a what, mine train from. 205 to 305 like we were there by the beginning of our mine train fast pass mm-hmm. um and i made that with the hope that we would get to it it was like maybe we'll make this fast pass but we we were there too early almost because we got off mine train and we're like well we're not ready for our space fast pass so we uh got to the park took some pictures did mine train i i think you filmed me i did I, it is on I, facebook if anyone wants to watch I, it I did not put on a motion sickness patch that day, and uh, Derek took full advantage of that. I'm just going to throw him on the bus. He, like, filming rides I should never have gone on. Um, but I did not I did not puke on you, so I feel no, like didn't. that's a plus. Well, the next, because uh, we did Space, uh, Space Mountain next, and that was yeah. probably my favorite ride of the whole trip. I don't know if I've ever laughed so hard in my life because I could just hear you behind me. Uh, uh, and I'm just cracking up, uh, just imagining you behind me, hoping you wouldn't puke and somehow, it, it, you know, destroy someone else. I was actually texting Michelle and I'm like, he's about to go on. She's like, that's a bad idea. But you did well. You survived and uh, had a lot of fun. You're, you're ready to go back on. Did I? Conquered. No. No, I don't think you had no. too much. I'm done. I'm done. I, oh, yeah, that ride is like twice as long as humanly necessary. Mm-hmm. I just, oh, it was, it's a lot of twists and turns. Um, yeah, I did it. You know, we, we skipped over lunch. We really didn't have it. We kind of failed at lunch that day. Um, but we had, uh, I had a pineapple spear from Dumbo's Big Top. Oh, no, treat. I had a, I had a smoothie. You I had a smoothie sm- uh, from uh, right there in Tomorrowland. Yep. And while we were waiting to go on our Space Mountain um, Fast Pass, and we were going to go on the People Mover, but we forgot we we're in Florida, not California, where they're like, nope, you can't bring a smoothie on, sir. So we, we jumped back out of line so Derek didn't have to throw away his $7 smoothie because that would be bad. And was it, it $7? It was $6, and it tasted $6. amazing. But uh, to what our show was a few weeks ago, I used my Disney rewards from uh, my Disney Visa, so it was a free smoothie. Yeah, all points. All points Use for my food. points. Yep. And, uh, and and then from there, we, uh, you know, it started raining and we did record a show about in the rain. We jumped we on, we jumped on uh, Buzz Lightyear, even though we did wait in line. I want to say jump. I want to say jump. I keep saying jump. I don't know. We're jumping we away from line. puddles. Yes. So it was a, we had 50 minutes until our next fast pass, right? And so mm-hmm. the storm was brewing. We could see it. And we jumped in a 55-minute posted wait for Buzz Lightyear. I don't think we even waited that long, but it was close. But as soon as we got in line, 
it just buckets buckets were coming down and what's great is i was looking at the app and some of the attractions were going up in times but others were starting that you could see people leaving and part of me kind of got excited because i was like "Ooh, fast passes are going to start opening up yep it just the park emptied out i mean it wasn't just rain it was rain i mean that was it was intense even for florida we stayed dry though uh, went on buzz. Um, we got a bum uh, vehicle. It wouldn't turn one direction. I couldn't get it to work. So uh, that was disappointing. Uh, there was no galactic. It, it's okay. It's okay because we, we got another fast pass for buzz later in the later. day. Yeah. Uh, so broken vehicle. It kind of turned, kind of didn't. Mm-hmm. But we came out and it was just light sprinkle. And uh, it's when we walked over. We're, we were going to our next fast pass, which was like uh, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. But Jungle Cruise was broken down. down. So we had so, the open fast pass. So we chose Pirates of the Caribbean, which was great. And then while I was in line for Pirates of the Caribbean, I made another fast pass for uh, um, the Haunted Mansion. So yeah. we got to do a lot of the nostalgia rides, which were a lot of fun. Always good to do. And uh, always great that we got fa- In fact, I did really well on fast passes that day. Yeah. I, I tied my record. I yeah, got, in half a day in yep. the summer. Eight eight fast passes. So I tied my fast pass record, and so many people don't even realize you get more than three. I mean, once you ding in with your third, and I, I mean, you saw me on my phone constantly. Yeah, as soon as I, I, as soon as I ding, I'm on the app, and that's what we recommend so many people to do. You can get more fast passes, no matter where you go. You can always get more with some attraction. I was able to get eight for us. We got back on Buzz and. Uh, we did eventually Splash get Mountain. the Jungle Cruise Splash Mountain. Oh, and I got Big Thunder at the end of the yeah. night. So Yeah. Uh, and that was surprising, too. Usually those fast passes go a little bit uh-huh. quicker, but freed up. And uh, so, yeah, n- yeah it, was, it was great that we were able to use that tool. And the only line we really waited in all day was Buzz. And that was Buzz. a good thing because was it choice. was downpouring. Yes. Uh, if we, we would we thought because we debated it, we were like we could make it to the Jungle Cruise, and I'm glad we, we waited not. in that line. We wouldn't have made it we at all. Would, we, we still got wet on the Jungle Cruise. They should have held. Here's the funny <laughs> thing about the Jungle Cruise. Well, so yeah. we get on the Jungle Cruise, and there's two spots left, and there are two kind of the middle seats, and there's no uh, awning like head over us, and so Doug is right there getting soaked. My feet, seat. my feet are getting soaked, and and so we did get wet on the Jungle Cruise. I will say, so after we did Haunted Mansion, we had our dining reservation, which led into the Jungle Cruise. We ate at Skipper Canteen, mm-hmm. and I, it was a great meal. I really enjoyed it. Um, I had the pasta dish. It's like a lasagna sort of thing. It was pretty tasty. Derek, what did you have? Uh, the It's chicken. No, thank good, no. goodness it's chicken or something like that. No, it tastes, tastes like chicken. Because it is because chicken. It's that is chicken. what it was called. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. I was a little disappointed for the price, what I got. Uh, but I love the atmosphere. And most of all, I love the wait staff who kind of were like, if you've been to the Jungle yeah. Cruise and kind of the puns and fun things, that was your dining experience. Yep. It was pretty entertaining. Um, never a dull moment in there. And uh, the theming, everything throughout the restaurant is really good. Not a place I'd hesitate to go back to, especially in the Magic Kingdom where the competition is either really hard to get into or kind of lacking. Mm-hmm. So if it comes down to like Tony's or the Plaza, Crystal Palace or Skipper, I'm going to go with Skipper's. Um, I think it can be a good value on the dining plan and off depending on what you order. Um, they got some unique fare, but they also have a steak if you need a steak and they have chicken. Well, 
It tastes like chicken because it is chicken. I think it'd be a good one to use for the dining plan because those, yeah. you know, the the price ranges were a little bit higher. Uh, especially that steak was about thirty five bucks. I thought about yep. it. I wanted it, uh, and if I was on the dining plan, heck yes, I would have got it. And one of the the they had a, a signature drink there too, and I would have got that too. Yeah. That'd have been like a forty five dollar bill, and that's half your dining plan in one meal. So uh, that's yep. a good one for the dining plan. A good tip for you if if that's where you're totally. planning on going. Well, and when we came out of there, the cats and dogs were falling down again, and so we had to break out the ponchos. Mm, On this trip, um, unlike usually when I travel with my family, we just go as long as we can before we purchase ponchos. We see how long we can make it. When it happens, it happens. We just got to break down and buy them. Um, But this trip, I went to the dollar store, and I bought myself multiple um, disposable emergency ponchos that were teeny tiny. I mean, they were so thin. I don't know how they actually stopped water, but they did. But it they worked. worked. Yeah, best. It, worked. it was the uh, best dollar fifty I've ever spent. Except you, mine, you went big. Yeah, yeah, I got the dollar. You got one. dollar. You I spent big. extra fifty cents. Mine was red, so you wouldn't lose me. I did not lose you, but it kept trying to kill you. It there. did. I kept snagging I it on everything, and I'd choke myself out. I was every line we got in. I was driving me nuts. Yeah, it was amazing how your poncho was trying to kill you. My poncho did not try to kill me, but I'm pretty sure mine's a one-time use type of thing with how thin it was. So I'm glad I bought four for a three-day trip. So, um, But you didn't granted, use them then again. I didn't use any more. No. We timed the rain perfectly every mm-hmm. day. We really did. Um, that's one thing about traveling in the summer. you got to kind of know where the rain's at, know what to do to avoid it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we then we did... Jungle Cruise. What did we do after Jungle Cruise? It's all a blur. Yeah, it is. I know we went back to Buzz. Uh, yeah. And so we got perfect scores on Buzz Lightyear. You taught we me. Did. You taught me back the right now. targets to get. So we got a cool sticker. I uh, didn't yep. even know you could do that. So thank yes. you. Now now I get to impress my kids the next time I go there, and I will beat them every time. And they'll never know how. The important part. Yeah, yep. beat them. Alden's getting close. Alden's Alden's gonna do it sooner or later. Um. But yeah, you can max out. Then make sure you stop in the gift shop afterwards to get your Galactic Hero sticker. Yep, that's very important for a grown man to wear a sticker around a theme. And park. we did. Yep. And then after that, did we just did we camp out for our spot at that point? I think we did. We with uh, the new new nighttime show, and we're gonna have a whole nighttime show episode mm-hmm. with all of the spectaculars. But we'll talk about happily ever after for a minute. You definitely want to camp out early. You want to get a closer spot mm-hmm. because it's a lot of projection on the castle and uh, that's going to be hard to see from the train station. Um, and it's going to be hard to see from the backside. You'll miss out on quite a bit of the show, but man, is it a show? It, it is really good. It's a show you definitely want to see. I was pretty amazed by it. We're going to do a full review on all the ones, like I said, but this is, you know, everyone was really upset that happily ever after was going away or, um, that wishes Wish. was going away, and uh, I'm I'm good with it. I'm, I, yeah, I, happily yeah, ever it's... after was better. They, they for one of those times, Disney exceeded my expectations. To say it's better is like an understatement. Yes. It's it's a lot better. Like you know, Michelle saw it in May, and she saw it one night, and then she went back and watched it another night. And I was like, that is really weird for somebody that on other trips we've had a ten day trip before where we never saw wishes mainly because she didn't care and then she went twice 
in a four-day trip, I knew something was up, and now I understand. Yeah, it was amazing. So if you get a chance, definitely go see it. Uh, it, It's definitely, it's a double E-ticket attraction, that's for sure. Yeah, and then after uh, Happily Ever After, you have your normal um, insane mob all trying to leave at once. But uh, Derek did something different. Oh, no, I I got another Fast Pass. I wasn't ready to leave the park. We got there at 2. I was going to milk it for every moment that I had. So I ran over to Big Thunder, and for the fourth Magic Kingdom trip in a row, I have finished the night on Big Thunder. I'm kind of proud of that now, and now I'm going to have to think about that for every trip. Uh, oh, good I don't, luck. I know I'm not going to be able to do that with my kids, so I guess the next one's out. <laughs> but uh, definitely love Big Thunder at night. Always a great way to finish out the park, and was able to find you through the mob. Yeah, yeah, I told you where I'd find you, and I think I was pretty close. And really, just me, I took a couple pictures because they left the castle lit up and the lasers going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a picture of the partner statue and the castle all lit up, and then just... I mean, mob slowly my way out. And then like it finally, I stood there and watched the train station traffic for a second. And finally, right as it started to thin out just a hair, there you were. I was probably only waited on you about four minutes, which is crazy considering you walked all the way to big thunder all the way back and you rode it. Like yep. that's more than four minutes of time. So I was not moving very quick to the front of the park and that mob of people. So and then we got right on a bus, I believe, and yeah, we got on. We had good bus. We got good bus karma on the way to the resorts. That's for sure. Not on the or uh, not from the resorts to the park. So uh, let's uh, let's jump into day two. And uh, uh, so we got up to where where did we rope drop day two? Animal Kingdom. That's right, Pandora. And last week, if you missed last week's episode, it was our live Pandora review. So we covered that. It's only about a 25-minute episode, but we really went into detail about the whole park. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of skip over that, but we did rope drop Pandora on yeah. day two. We wore our rope drop radio shirts. We talked about the podcast, but we were in and out of Animal Kingdom. Uh, we got there 7.30 in the morning, and we were out by a little after 11. We were in Animal Kingdom at 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. No, we were already – we were waiting at Pandora at 7.30 in the morning. I, yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. 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 So we were like, walking – 7.45, we're walking our, onto the boat trip. Onto the, onto the ride. Yes. What time did our bus finally pick us up? We waited forever for that bus at our resort. And then we had a training bus driver. Mm-hmm. It was not – no, I think we talked about that on the Pandora show because it was stressful. Um, we got up super early. Um, with them opening at 8 a.m. And it wasn't extra magic hours. You, you could have got your drink of water it. 10 times over. And I could have walked back to the room, eaten another mini donut, and had a drink of water and came back. But I did not. And, you know, the little TV monitors with the bus times, it's great that they give you a ballpark to think about. But at the same time, it's like, ugh, that's like 20 minutes away. And it stayed 20 minutes away for like mm-hmm. 20 minutes, I swear. So... But Pandora was amazing. Listen to the show on that. Um, we did Navi River Journey and looked around, and then we were out. We did the rest of Animal Kingdom basically in an hour after that. You went right over to Everest? Got correct? Everest. I was one of few people on the ride at 8.30. It amazes me. Usually that ride is packed. Uh, the Yeti tried to kill me again, but we somehow escaped. Uh, and to be honest, we could have left Pandora before 8 a.m. to be ready to rope drop Everest. Oh, yeah. Or Safari. Because we loitered around to look at the gift shop, look at the dining. Mm-hmm. We take some pictures and, 
you know, do research for you, our listeners. We could have been out of there by 8 a.m. because we were off the ride by 745 because they opened before opening. So, I mean, we could have been done with Animal Kingdom even earlier, but we didn't really need to. After you did Everest, well, we met Mickey and Minnie. We basically walked right in. Yep. Um, did Dinosaur. Yeah, uh, Dinosaur. We had a fast Tricer- pass for later. Triceratop Spin we did together. Uh-huh. That was that was fun yep. going in a my, circle. My kids love that Man. picture of us on, on a, also, a spinning ride. Another questionable um ride vehicle. It did not go up and down as it was supposed to, if I remember right. We got we got some questionable vehicles as we went through the parks, didn't we? We did. Um maybe it was good. I mean we would hate for a little kid to get stuck with I was gonna say it actually broke down Haunted Mansion stopped. So we were stuck on oh. Haunted Mansion for a minute together too. Yeah, quite a while. Um looking at a real creepy like hologram thing so um animal king what else did we do really? before we headed back into pandora we we took some pictures uh and we had to take our time yeah. to get to our 10 a.m um uh flight of passage yep fast pass which worked out perfect um, and we talked about that last week too but Flight of Passage was amazing. If you didn't hear the show, what yep. definitely an e-ticket that Animal Kingdom needed. Uh, one of the best rides Disney has right now, and probably the most popular ride they have. Probably, and I would say, as far as the motion sickness goes, there's been a lot of questions out there about it, a lot of mixed reviews. But if you want my opinion, as somebody that has um, had trouble with that and has done medication to deal with it, um. It is a lot like Star Tours. I've wore a motion sickness patch and it worked, but it didn't quite work. My motion sickness patch works on all roller coasters, but it does not work on Star Tours. It doesn't work on the simulators. So this is much more simulator-like. So if you have trouble with Star Tours, you're probably going to have trouble with Flight of Passage. Star Tours, no problem. You'd be just fine. There's there's that yeah. little and, that, and there's your PSA from Dr. Doug. So and yeah, we we left the park. We went back to Coronado. We did uh did a couple live podcasts that you'll be hearing over the next couple weeks. Uh, Doug took a little nap while I actually did. worked and did some. I don't nap when I'm on a Disney trip, so I went and took some uh, pictures, checked out the pool. We'll talk more about that in a future episode. And uh, we headed off to uh, did we we went to uh did we go to the studios first? No, did we go to Polly? You remember how we did that? We. I think um, I was texting Michelle or talking to her, and she made fun of us for not hopping to another park. But we did and three so, parks in that day. We did, but it was not the intent. Um, no. Where did we go first? Did we go to Epcot? We did or... Epcot before Studios. We did Epcot. But we, we did, went to Epcot. But we did the Poly before that because we had the, the no, TTC. The... Remember the TT? Or... Yeah, we yeah, did. Okay. See, yep. So we uh, – how did we get to the poly? These are all questions. Uh, Why am I not remembering any of this? Derek? I don't. I don't remember how we. Did got... we go to Hollywood? We went to Hollywood Studios. That's right. We went to Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios. Yeah. And we got the. And, uh, we got. And it the looked button. like it was gonna pour. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that day that was the day they were giving away the Cars Three button. We got that. We went and met um, Kylo we met Ren. Kylo Ren and Star Lord. No, and we did Groot? Star Wars. No, we did that the other, uh, oh, the next day the, at okay. the studio okay. stage. So no, and we literally ran in, met Kylo Ren, the, the, got the button, but how we got a him? picture. 
oh, we used the visa card, so we yeah. got to skip the whole line. It was just we us and him real right quick. Yeah. We were in and out of the studios in under 15 minutes because I texted my wife, and I was like, that's the fastest I've ever been yeah. in and out of the park. But and, and you said that's not the fastest I've ever been. So No, it's, it's not. I've been in and out of parks faster. But um, th- it looked like it was going to pour like it did the day before. Mm-hmm. We're like, let's get on the bus to the poly because we had a dinner reservation at Ohana. That was probably the highlight of the day. That possibly. might have been the highlight of the trip. It's been a uh, bucket list restaurant for me, and it definitely ranks in the top one or two restaurants that I've ever had at the Walt Disney World. A great experience. I'm glad you were able to get those reservations. Uh-huh. Uh, those ADRs are really hard to get come by, and I can see why. The food there was amazing. Uh, Brazilian style, cutting the, the meat in front of you, noodles, uh, the dessert uh, was a uh, the a butter uh, banana bread pudding. That's what. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Yeah, with ice cream and that sauce, the uh, caramely sauce, Foster sauce that you mm-hmm. pour on top of it. the The dessert is standalone, just the the best thing ever. I really like the bread. Um, I, I actually what I like is the butter. The bread is just. Eh, a tool okay. to get the butter it's, it's to good. your mouth. It's it's a fancy butter carrying device, but the butter is amazing. Um, and then uh, I really like the pot stickers. The how about the chicken wings? Did you like those? Derek? Oh yeah, the, I, I, like, everything there was amazing. I, it, the crazy thing is, if I had a meal of just the chicken wings or just the pot stickers, that would be fine. It would be totally adequate. I could get a whole meal of those, except you get those. And they're like, do you want any more? Do you want any more of those? And I know from previous experience when I've said, yes, I want more wings and pot stickers. Then they bring you the meat. It's like, oh, crap. Now I have steak and chicken and shrimp on my plate and nowhere to put it in my mouth. Like, So, I mean, how did you like the steak? Uh, I ended up getting the meat sweat. So I love the yeah. steak and I love the chicken and I enjoyed the shrimp. Uh, it was really good. How about the sauces? Did you care for the saucers or did you? Sauces were, yeah, they had a sweet and sour-esque sauce and then a ginger sauce, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both really good. I, I ate them. Uh, but I'm a Nebraska boy, so most of the steak I just ate straight up. It was cooked the uh, medium, medium it rare. Was, Perfect. And some nights, like, you may get a skewer that comes by and it's more well done. You can ask, you know, hey, do you mm-hmm. have a medium, medium rare skewer floating around here? And they'll go find you the the type that you want of steak. The chicken, I don't know what all type of marinade and seasoning they put it in, but I really wish I had it at home because the chicken's really good. I really like it. And the shrimp, it's peel and eat, so it's work. Which is probably good because it just slows you down from gorging on it because um, it's a little bit of work. And uh, it was really hot when we got it, and I about burnt my fingers off trying to peel the first shrimp. And I realized that was a sign to stop and slow down, maybe go back to the noodles. I, I think I was so full after that meal that I didn't need to eat the next morning for breakfast. No, it was... We ate a ton. Yeah, it was good. We, I had to force myself to eat a snack later that night. Like that was purely for research. So listeners, you're welcome. Oh yeah, because yeah, we went yeah that because that I, night. I mean, well, if we want to transition, I mean, we could talk about Ohana for another hour. But if we want to keep this show it. going, we ended up we went to. So Epcot. I gave a tip. I was you like, did. oh, the best way to get to Epcot from here is not to get on the monorail here, 
Because we get on here at the poly, we got to ride all the way around and mm-hmm. stop four times. We'll just jump. We walk, just we walk over walk to the over. TTC, but so uh, and it is it is right. The TTC is it, right there, uh, it, and we got after, to walk through the resort a little bit and see yep. it. But even uh, after Ohana, not a difficult walk. No, no, it was an easy I walk. Was and but the thing is, we didn't put two and two together. There was a monorail accident, and we knew that via Twitter and social media. And we didn't put two and two together that it was the Epcot monorail. So yeah. we were stuck at the TTC with no monorail, waiting uh, for a bus, waiting for a bus, and waiting forever for a bus too. It, uh, it, uh, we yeah. could we could have Ubered ten times faster. Yeah, than we that. really. Every time I open the Uber app, I, there'd be a bus. I'm like, oh, that might be ours. No. And then I'm like, well, we've waited this long. And it was frustrating because you think if the monorail goes down, they'd be like, get the buses going. Get them going. Get them going. And nope. you'd have bus after bus after bus. No, like the line, it didn't. we didn't even all get on the bus. And the line, it didn't even make a dent in that line. We were lucky to get on the first bus we waited for. Yeah. Oh, but- that was awful. It was, but thankfully we got to Epcot. Uh, we got to do once again. We did it pretty quickly. We did the Visa perks and uh, met um, Minnie and Pluto. Yep. And I thought that was hilarious because right when we walked in, they're like, "Oh, oh, we have friends here. We we have yeah. friends." Like, wait, wait back here. It's like, and... no, no, come any further because you know those. Uh, they were, you know, oh, uh, kids. That... Kids don't listen. There are some characters without, you know, any costumes on. Maybe at the at the time. Yeah, so. there. That meat is so hidden. Like, it is. We How does anyone for... know where? We didn't even realize where it was. We had to ask. Yeah, it is back like in an area nobody should walk to back past um, journey to imagination back in that corner past the, the Pixar film the theater. Yep. Past the Pixar film festival, which isn't even going on right now. Yeah. It just reopened, but it wasn't going when we were there. Yeah. So we found then the perfect place to record a podcast the next day because, Hey, no one's going to walk back here. No, no one was there I, meeting uh mini and Pluto. Might as well record a well, podcast. So that's where that we did is, the Pandora podcast. That is what we did. That's really sad that, that was the deadest corner hidden spot in the park is where that visa meet is. They feel like they advertise that as a perk for the card. They should at least make it visible. Like yep, there should be more signage. It's almost a little disappointing, but, um, so we met them after going on spaceship earth. Yep, so we, we time spa- travel space, spaceship tra- earth together. Got a couple cute pictures of our future oh, together. Yeah, our future. Um, and then we headed back out to the buses. Oh no, we didn't. We went through the International Gateway because you're like, what second door to Epcot? I was like, the International Gateway. No, so we, no, we, we, did walked that, we did that the next day. No, we did it both days, Derek. We took the Buffman Beach Club, which is where you oh, learned that deluxe. Oh, you're right. We did. We did yeah. do that. You are correct, my friend. I forgot about then that. You, you got to see the Beach Club a little bit. You got to see uh, Kate May and um, mm-hmm, all that. Mm-hmm kind of the beach club atmosphere it's kind of lively in that lobby a yep. lot going on um of all the deluxes in that area is the definitely not stuffy or snooty it is very family friendly and i think that was visible just walking through you got to see the pool a little bit yep uh, which is massive and then we waited for a bus for what felt like um another eternity because yep. we had bad bus karma to the parks uh-huh. and then it you know stopped at yacht club before it came here and and that's where you discovered that I've kind of said it before. Deluxe resorts 
get the most questionable bus service. For how much you're paying, I agree. Deluxe needs better bus services, especially when we're staying at the Coronado and one's picking us up basically from our room and there's yeah. four stops. Uh, yeah, no, Deluxe definitely needs to work on that. Yeah, the worst thing about our buses was the four stops. So that's why I think like the value resorts sometimes have the best buses service. Mm-hmm. However, like when you're leaving the park, like there's always a massive line. There's all you're never going to be on an empty bus. You're you know there's always going to be people. So there's sometimes you get on a deluxe bus and there's like three other people, and you're just yeah you know, it's never crowded really mm-hmm. except at peak times. I will say that for the deluxe buses. However. Yeah, you learn that it's like kind of sketchy. They share buses a lot, and they seem to be slower than molasses. So we finally got a bus from the beach club, and we went over to Animal Kingdom because we wanted to see Pandora at night. Pandora at night. We we also had fast passes for Kilimanjaro. That's Uh, right. I did Primeval World, and then uh, we also saw the Birds of Wonder show. Uh, We were walking by, and they're like one minute till showtime. We're like, yeah, it's perfect. Perfect. So we went and watched that great show. I hadn't seen it for a yeah. long time, and uh, and both kill- our phones were dying at yeah. that point. I had ten percent. Yeah, so we have no pictures of stuff. Like we went on the safari basically with dead phones. Not highly recommended. Clearly, my wife is the organized ones with the battery chargers. Um, so, and uh, that worked out perfect because our fast pass for safari wasn't open yet, and uh, I'm not sure we. I don't think the fast pass saved us more than 10 minutes or so. We didn't really need it, but I still use it. And I had a pretty good safari. Saw yeah. quite a few animals, elephants. There weren't the giraffes were all waiting by the gate to like go backstage. But uh, otherwise, I think it was a good safari. Lion was hanging out. There's baby elephant possibly. I don't know. It yeah, was a good safari, right? It was good. I I enjoyed it. It's uh uh, I, I think the funniest part was the giraffes and a few other animals just like, uh, we know the night's coming to an end. Uh, can you, can you let us back in? Yep. Uh, like check please. Um, then we had way too much time to go wait for, um, rivers of light, which we had a fast pass for the mm-hmm. second show. Um, and we're like, well, let's go check out Pandora. So we got to actually see Pandora as dusk happened. So we got to see it transition which was pretty neat. Um, that is when I got my snack, the, uh, oh, it's a pineapple, pineapple cream cheese thing. Bowl, which is, you know, they have a fancy Pandorian name for it, but it was tasty and messy. Um, but we saw nighttime come alive in Pandora, which is cool. I don't know that it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life, but it's cool. No, it was, it was worth going. It was worth checking out. Uh, light up really cool and uh, we talked about that last week so we don't need to dive into that we want to lure you back to that show and uh and so we went over to uh rivers of light and ended up just watching from the outside for a while Uh, part of the first first show the first show yeah just to clarify we had this fast pass because derek had to see rivers of light i had already told him i never want to see the show again in my life after i saw it once that was my Rivers of Light review to Derek off air. I don't know that I said that on air. I think I was nicer. Was I nicer on air about Rivers of Light? I, I, well, we haven't done our nighttime show yet. That's in okay. a couple of weeks. 
Well, my trip report from when I did see it, I don't know what okay. I said, but it had to be nicer than – I was like, Derek, we don't want to see it. We don't need to see it. So you watched from the side over the fence, and you're like, well, I think you asked me, is is this it? Yeah, 10 minutes like, in, and um, I was bored. I, I think my kids would enjoy it. Uh, definitely meant for that little kids thing. I feel like – all the cool things they did at California Adventure, they kind of missed here. It's like the B team yeah. trying, in, and with all the IPs, it's just. I was like, okay, it's just the same kind of repetitive song with dancing B-roll footage of animals. It was. I was disappointed, and we'll talk more about it here in a few weeks. But uh, yeah, after ten minutes of the first show, we 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 left, and I was glad because we were exhausted, so we didn't stay for yeah. that nighttime show, and. We were able to get back to the park at a, at a reasonable and, a reasonable time because it was an early morning. And we didn't say we didn't stay till one a.m. like we originally nope. planned because we saw Pandora at night. We had done all of Pandora. We didn't need one a.m. to do it. Um, we had talked to people that had done that late um, park time the next morning, and uh, yeah, it we got it done. Mm-hmm. We were we were in and out um, pretty efficient. Uh, we didn't do any of the big shows. Other than Flights of Wonder. So we did all of Animal Kingdom minus the uh, two stage shows and Tough to Be a Bug. Really, I we did everything. So, yeah, and, and we were out of the – we were not in the park from 11 till 6. So that's – 6, yeah. Yeah, that's 6, six, six and a half hours, 7 hours that, you know, we definitely could have done – Bugs Life. We could have done. And could we have done really should have Nemo. snuck into the Magic Kingdom, Derek. We, we really have, we looking should back. Have. We uh, well, if, if, the, if the TTC, if we didn't have that incident there and if we would have planned uh-huh. out, if we didn't have that like kind of fake out rain at the studios, we may have done yep. it. So, yeah, we may have. But we, you know, we had our full Magic Kingdom day. Uh, yep. And so we still needed to have a full studios day. But first, the following day, we rope drop Epcot. Uh, mm-hmm. which was uh, a lot of fun. We got there a good in, 45 minutes before the park, oh, about an we hour, were, hour We were before. there before that. We were so on the rope. For an hour. We were on the rope. Um, and then, you know, they let you in the tap style. So then you get held at another rope up near Spaceship Earth, and we were on that rope again. And uh, then we saw the Jammeters play. That yep. was – I'm glad they entertain us. Like, other places, they just make you stand there. Uh, Epcot puts on a little show – I think that's enjoyable for everybody. And then I was off to the races again to test track. We would have been the first people on test track, but like one little like eight-year-old girl squirreled her way past us. And then instead of the parents being like, hey, Jamie, come back here. Don't go past those guys. They're like, oh, that's our daughter. Like yep. we're already in the queue. And they're like, like this girl walked past us and kind of like, um, okay. And then they go, oh, uh, she's with us. Like, well, I, I had to, yeah, well played uh, by them. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. so that, that was a, you know what? It was a lot like yeah. us when we were kids. You know what, though? We beat them to the actual attraction. We did. We got right because in the queue pretty As soon quick. as that door opened, we were off. Um, and uh, you, your car did really well. You beat me, didn't you? I did. We I'm each got to design that. our own. We got to design That's our own cars. It. My car beat Doug's. That's all that matters. Style uh, my, tiny, tiny bit. Great ride, uh, but we were off that pretty quick, and we headed over to Soren. Soren only had a 10, 15-minute wait, so that was pretty amazing to have that short a wait, even after a rope drop. And I will say, so the people that we rode with in Test Track as we came off 
they were heading the same way as us. We struck up a conversation. There were a couple on their honeymoon. So we had a good conversation with them all the way to Soren and on Soren. And um, so it was neat to meet people. That's one of the highlights. So if they're listening, hello. Yep. And I uh, hope they had a great rest of their trip because uh, they had some great things planned and I know they were going to happily ever after and that sort of stuff so hopefully we got them hooked up with the right place to watch and all that sort of stuff but um, it's, it's kind of neat to know that other people have the same plans and we went straight from Test Track over to Soren. we basically walked on Soren. Mm-hmm. that was crazy like the rope drop crowd was done and gone and then we walked right on and uh, we watched from the side but not all the way to the end of the side. We were close to the close to the, middle. to the middle. Yep. It was and a good man, scene. man, the Dude. Eiffel Tower still. You know just... what? It's funny because Soren disappointed me after riding uh, Flights of Passage. I'm like, oh, Soren, this isn't as great as I remember. Even uh, though I had this... written it, even though I'd written it a few months ago in, in February. Uh, and now after doing Flight of Passage, it's already taken a dip down. Yep. Because the big drawback is you don't have 3D, yep. right? Like, uh, Flights of Passage is 3D. And the other thing is, Flights of Passage is 100% CGI. Because it's all made up Pandora land. Where Soren, alright, if you're going to be different than Flights of Passage, you're film. You are the real world. Yet, they inserted so much CGI into the real world that it at times feels fake. And the Taj Mahal scene just kills me. Because... Mm-hmm. It's 100% CGI. If I want to see CGI, I can go to Pandora. Like, if Soren is going to be Soren over the world, around the world, like, actually film the world, don't make fake whales jump at me. Because I have that on another ride now. There, I said it. That's that's, uh, uh, the Soren rant from Doug. I I still enjoy it. It will be good when I can take my kids on it this next trip. I do look forward to that. Still. Just get them some newspapers in the shoes. Is Declan gonna hit forty? I, we don't know. We're, we're eventually. We're we're hoping. Someday. You know, six months Got from that now. HGH going. I might. It's a little growth hormone. Something stretch him a bit. Uh, but yeah, hopefully he grows an inch and a half by February, because uh, that will be one that we get a fast pass for. But after that, we uh, did we we went around the world. We had some snacks, but back to the height thing. Just a funny story. I would keep saying like, oh, when my kids did this when they were three. And they're like, well, my kids haven't done this yet, and they're my, five. My, yeah, my <laughs> kid's five and hasn't been able to ride Soren yet and has had, yeah, cried cried because of it because she's been looking forward to it. So my yeah. kids are tinier. but uh, Yeah, and it's just kind of we learned a lot about, like, our different Disney experiences and a lot of neat things like that on the trip. And it was kind of funny some of the times, like, when I forced them onto Tower of Terror, you know, but they were three. Was it questionable parenting? Yeah, probably. So, yeah, we went around the world after that. Sorry, I tangent. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, we're around the world, went uh, from the Mexico side, uh, got some nachos, went over Which, to... how were the nachos? They were pretty that, bad. The, they were pretty generic. They, I make better nachos myself. Really disappointed yeah. in the nachos. But you know what? It was a good base because I was, was hungry. layered. We were hungry. It was our lunch. Um, I feel like we could have snacked more. I feel like... We, we that, did not well, we failed in, at snacking around the world. Well, that's yeah, my it. fault because when we got to Norway, I had a cinnamon roll the size of... Yeah, that should a, not have been just you there. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a two-person, two-man job. I took it by myself and ate that cinnamon roll. And I was, Although... I was done. I was whole. Oh, I was stuffed. Yeah, that's pretty big. I got the school bread in Norway. 
Um, this is at the bakery in Norway. Um, some really good sandwiches, lots of good options there, lots of great desserts. The school bread, if you don't know what it is and you're getting it, ask the cast members. They'll tell you the story behind it. Um, it has to do with back, you know, they used to get this like every Friday or something like that in school. And it's uh, it's pretty good. It's creamy and wonderful. I love the school bread. And then after Norway. We went to we, China and China, uh, just walked we did around. Not, we didn't eat anything. Yeah. We just walked around, explored we a little bit. We went Shanghai exhibit. To yep, check Shanghai that out Disney, also. and so now we we need to do a rope drop trip there. That's what we discussed. Yeah, that's next. That's right? that, maybe not next. Give it a oh, couple years, okay. uh, but down the road somewhere. But it looked really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. we kept going. We you know you look for your diet coke through like four pavilions. Yeah. I uh, wanted a bottle to... of diet coke because then I could put the lid back on and take it with me into things. And <sighs> I hadn't found one multiple times. So finally in the africa outpost which is the biggest waste of space in the world showcase i just broke down and i bought a fountain drink of diet coke and then and the next friend then the very next one is there's diet coke Derek, the rest of the day Derek's pointing at there's your diet coke there's your diet the rest of the day i got crap about breaking down i just gave in too soon it i was just i needed caffeine or i was about to fall apart so um yeah, we, then we got to Germany, right? Germany had some chocolate caramels there. We, uh, uh, no, I got a caramel marshmallow swirl. Yeah. Yeah, the Werther shop is legit if you like caramel. Yep. Uh, kept, keep going around. We we did Japan. Okay. We w- just walked around there. We, uh, oh, America. We hit America Did America. First. Oh, did America. Oh, we and watched, we, uh, watched the singers. The Voices of Liberty. Liberty, there you go. Uh, and, uh, we, we walked in there. I, I sat down right where you need to sit down to watch them. I'm pretty sure you were thinking I was a crazy person, right? I mean, like, I think no everyone else sitting, in there, yeah, no one was yeah, sitting Everybody's there, looking yeah, we, at me like, why is that guy sitting on the floor in the middle of the room? And, and There's lo and benches behold, and that's everything. where we were supposed to sit. So we had the yeah. best seats in the, in the show. We did. We did. So, and we live streamed it. So it's, it's yep. on our Facebook if you want to check it out. American Adventure, um, I just listened to uh, another show where they talk about the reader survey from uh, Touring Plans and the Unofficial Guide to Disney. Voices of Liberty is one of the very top-rated things in all of Epcot. So it it is a legit show, and people love it. It It's acapella, yep. like, cla- like old music. It's not something you hear very often and great exposure for your kids so i think you make time to go watch it and then as soon as it's over you basically go on the american adventure you see the show um but we left we didn't need 40 minutes of a history lesson that day because we had places to be we had fast passes to get to in the studio yeah we needed to keep going around the world we did here's a bonus one we did get some character training happening at epcot so we were able to uh get some pictures with Six characters, zero weight, including classic uh, dress Mickey, which sometimes yeah. very rare to get. But that's one thing right there in that kind of wedge in the World Showcase. They and this is I've had this now like on a couple, tri- yeah, in the alley. I've had this on a couple trips now where they're doing character training, and I've gotten some great character. Chip and Dale have always been back there, and they don't promote it really that much. No, nope. uh, sometimes they you get lucky. The- they put the worst characters out on the edge, yep. right? That you see, they had the guy from Country Bears, like Wendell, and they had like uh, Rafiki, maybe out there. Rafiki but was Mickey awesome. Was, How to get that? Yeah, Mickey was Mickey talking was very way in the back. back. But if they put Mickey out on the edge, it would be a, a mob. 
So they stick him back in the back, only the people that look. But we got Pluto, Chippendale, Rafiki, Pooh. Um, yeah, and I got a selfie with Wendell. That's the highlight. I mean, that guy's just frightening. I don't know why they would make a face that looks like that ever. Wow, that was that was pretty insulting to Wendell there. Okay, well, I posted the selfie, um, so I don't think anybody's gonna argue. I'll post it along with the show at some point this week. Sounds good. So uh, let's uh, let's keep moving along because I know we need to get through this. Kind of kind of jumped over through. We did the world showcase and we did get our drinks in France. Got a, yep. Got uh, a drink in and took a nice little picture of us right there. Cheers and. Uh, so a lot of fun with that or way overpriced drink. So, but it, it tasted good. It was a slushy on a hot day. And, and then uh, we, how did we get to the studio? That's what I was getting to. You know, you how made a comment about walking and I said, sure, let's do that in 110 degree heat. So we walked yeah. from Epcot to the studios. Uh, it was really cool. Cause I got to see boardwalk. I'd never been to that piece of property in Disney. It was really amazing. Look forward to staying there someday. Uh, so we got to check that out. Got to get a lot of history lesson from you. We basically followed a boat. We kept missing our same boat over yeah, and over. We but we, just but kept we, missing it. So four stops. We messed it all four. But we ended up getting around. And, and it didn't take as long as I, I expected. It was hot and we got sweaty. But yeah. uh, we did make it to the studios. And, uh, you know, was, uh, that's where all of our fast passes were. And that was, you know, the back half of the, the final part of our trip. Yeah, closing it out at the studios. We did uh, some Toy Story. and We did Toy Story four times. Yeah, a lot of Fast Passes available the rest of that night, wasn't there? Yeah, well, uh, the We rain... got rained on a little bit, but yeah. we never ponchoed up. Nope, we uh, jumped on. I got a Fast Pass for the uh, the great movie ride, and that kind of skipped all the rain. Yeah, we actually that's when it recorded a rain podcast while we were out and about with our portable podcasting system. Yep, <laughs> while I was eating a chocolate shake, nonetheless, yes. from Men and Bill's Dockside Man. Uh, we, diner. We got to meet some great characters. We met BB-8. We also got to meet Groot and Star-Lord. So those were really mm-hmm. fun. New characters that weren't there the last trip I did in February. So uh, it's really neat to see that Disney's rotating uh, some characters in and out of that park, trying some new things out. Yeah. We did a lot. In the middle of that, you went on the thrill ride. We did Tower of Terror together, but then we also had a Fast Pass for Star Tours, which... I decided I better not do or I will puke all over. Um, but I made a mistake earlier in the trip at Pandora. I didn't want to carry around the bag. So I was like, can you send this back to the resort? And they're like, yeah, no problem. But it doesn't get there till after three the next day. It's been a while since I'd done that. Um, so I had to go back to the resort to pick up my package at the gift shop because the gift shop at Coronado closes at 10 p.m. It doesn't stay open very late. A lot of resort gift shops stay open till 11 or midnight. Ah, Coronado. It so, goes to bed early. But you know what? The, that part is, it, you know, sucks that you had to leave. It actually worked out perfect because in that time I was able to ride the the two attractions I wanted to do that I knew you didn't want to do. No, so I got to I ride. Sat there. I got to ride Star Tours, and then I got to do the single rider line and uh, the rock and roller coaster, which was stupid long. Uh, for for the record, it yeah. would have been shorter not to do the single rider line this time. Uh, but I I did that and got through. And once that was done, I mean, you were you were about right there back to the park. Yeah, and... it worked out real well. And my trip, it took me about two hours, right, to get from the park 
to our resort. I got our boarding passes. Oh, no, passes you, did it, you did it in just like an hour and 20 minutes. It wasn't Oh, you're right. Yeah, about an hour and 20 minutes. I got our boarding passes printed at Concierge, pick up my package, walk to our room, which was the furthest room from the lobby. I mean, we could not have been further from the main building at Coronado. It's yep. impossible. Um, also, the bus, when it goes back to Coronado, does not stop at the lobby first. So I had to debate, do I ride it all the way around and get off at the lobby or do I hop off at the first stop and walk? That's what I decided to do. So I got to check out that area of the resort, and I think it was way faster. Um, and then I got on a bus and got back to the studios, got some batteries for us so that our phones would work the rest of the night. And uh, then we went on more Toy Story, basically. Yeah. Like three more times. I finally beat you on the last one, though. Though you were trying some... Not the last we... one. Yeah, the second the, to last one. Was it the last one? The last one? one. Yep, fourth time's a oh. charm. That was my Facebook can, status. You, you Googled stuff. Oh, I was Googling. Yes. Things. This is what I had to do oh, in rock and, while I was in Rock and Roller Coaster line. I'm Googling how to beat Doug in Toy Story Midway Mania. So I'm trying all these tricks out and finally uh, was able to do it, thankfully. So. I think the best trick you had was you're telling me what yes. to do. And, and, and you, you were instead falling. Instead of sticking to what I have that works. Because I, I score in like. 200 to 250,000 right but you see these high scores in like 500,000 like how do people get that so I need to look for the next level I need to get better but I don't know I'm pretty complacent happy with my 220s I I tried new things this is why I don't try new things Eric that's why I don't well we wrote it four times so it was worth trying new things well the good thing is my score went up each time did. So I started, you, you know, were... I started pretty bad in the beginning of the trip, uh, and then got, got, got a lot better by the end. So uh, I'm proud of how I've improved and learned a couple new tricks, and uh, even been reading more posts on Toy Story. So the next time we do go, I'll be a little bit more prepared. So, uh, and here we as we we close out the the park. Uh, you know, we had to decide Fantasmic or Star Wars, yeah, and that was a pretty easy much. one. Uh, but thankfully, a few weeks earlier debuted the new uh, show, Nighttime Show. So I, what I loved about that was it was almost like, you know, you had a show while waiting for the Star Wars show. That Hollywood movie magic, I yeah, think. Is, yep, 10 minutes. That's really cool. I I just thought it was supposed to be movie posters. No, it, was, it that was, was it, but action and stuff and Yep. Even Guardians of the Galaxy, the uh, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh, made it, the- it had a lot. Of, I thought I was impressed with Guardians was in it, Pirates, Beauty and the Beast, uh, mm-hmm. some older IPs like Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was a phenomenal. I, I Now, I'm a film studies minor and, and stuff, and so I love those kind of film montages, yeah. but it was really great. And, and the best part was it just it killed time until Star Wars fireworks started. Yeah, and we had a pretty good spot. Uh, we didn't show up super early because it was raining. Mm-hmm. We kind of we recorded we kept our watching. rain podcast. We, yep. we kept our eye on it from a distance, and then we got over there when we needed to. Stood next to a guy with a gigantic tripod, so that kind of helped hold our space. Um, it's kind of funny. After the movie magic thing, I was looking at Twitter, and somebody that follows us on Twitter was like tweeting from like five feet away from us, but we figured it out too late to say hello. So, hello if you're listening. But uh, that would have been fun to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, me the listener and um i've watched their youtube channel so that's actually satisfactual if you're on to on youtube watching videos there's a little shout out to them but 
Um, one other thing we did that night, Derek, that we skipped over was the Pixar Symphony. Oh yeah, I forgot about thing. that. That was we we didn't even need a fast pass. We were able to walk no, in and uh, walk in. and it was perfect because well you know a few minutes before the show started and we went to the first show too the five yep, o'clock. the five o'clock. Yeah, and well, so and that's we where walked we walked right and that's in. where yeah uh, we because we did Tower of Terror. We met at Tower of Terror and then we walked mm-hmm. over there and the timing couldn't have been better and the show. No. A lot of great Pixar music. It it was longer than I thought. It was forty five minutes. Uh, a little was, over forty five. It was plus you know, kind of I the think pre show bit. Cut one section of it, and it'd probably be a little more ideal. Um, and it was kind of weird. Some of the music they didn't play. It was almost like they're trying to pretend some things didn't happen in Pixar history. And, but yet they played Nemo, which I'm not a big fan of that soundtrack. Um, that's the part I would cut because it always puts me to sleep. The Nemo soundtrack. I just nod off slowly. Mm. It was too hot and uncomfortable to nod off slowly, though. Because that Beauty and the Beast theater is not the most comfortable no. place to watch Metal something. Metal chairs. Uh, I mean, better than standing. That's true. Better than standing. But it was but, a great, I, I love yeah, the addition. It's they do three shows a night, and I think it's the perfect addition to uh, Hollywood Studios. And it'll be interesting to see as Star Wars and Toy Story lands develop, you know, is this going to be a permanent replacement? How long is Beauty and the Beast actually going to stay there? But the, the shows have been pretty full, so it's been successful thus far. It's hard to imagine it lasting forever because it is a, I mean, it's a legit symphony. Yep. Um. And that's expensive because mm-hmm. it's a lot of people. Um, but at least they own the music, so they're not paying for the music rights for the show every time, right? Maybe that's why they're not playing some of it. They don't have a Hunter Park right. I don't know. That could be. I could be making stuff up, reading into it too much. But it was a good show. And, you know, one nice thing about it is a lot of people, that may be the only time they ever see a live symphony. No, good point. And, Never even thought of uh, that. I think it's pretty amazing that Disney's giving – all their park guests, the opportunity to see a live symphony. Um, because uh, I saw Ben Folds not too long ago in Omaha with the Omaha Symphony, and it was amazing and totally different take on his music and some things. And he was talking about the arts, and he's a big proponent of the arts. And um, he's like, there's two kinds, of, two kinds of towns in the world, um, those that have a symphony and those that don't, basically is what he said, but he said dirtier words. But, uh, you know, the symphony means that we have a culture that compares about collab- cares about collaborating and working together, and it shows a lot of neat things. So it was a great opportunity. Glad we did it. Yep, it was good. Uh, it was definitely – and we'll talk about probably more about that since it is kind of like a nighttime show and our nighttime show episode because now Studios kind of has almost four for nighttime options yes so we didn't do phantasmic instead we did star wars which of course is the best way to finish off a disney trip for sure uh even though it might not be the best of the nighttime spectaculars it definitely it's 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 pretty amazing and and my favorite way to finish off finish off any trip so i'm with all the rain i'm glad that we were able to get all the nighttime shows in that we did get and uh yeah if you haven't seen the show it's wonderful and you know what they added the thing so i went in february and saw it and then i'm back here uh in june and they added a couple scenes 
uh, from Rogue One, and that really took me by surprise. Nothing, nothing spectacular, but the fact that Disney is constantly updating, and so I'm sure when uh, Episode Eight comes out, you know, maybe next February or uh, March, April, they'll update it some more. So I like that it's continually to change. Not a lot, but just a little bit. Yeah, enough that the true fans notice. Mm-hmm. So it's great as usual. Yep, and so then yeah, we're uh, out of the park. Uh, Last night in Coronado, and then we flew out early the following morning back to our wives who missed us and our kids. Yeah, and while I was gone, we had a small tornado and straight-line winds come through town. So while you were watching Rivers of Light, I was on the phone with my family who was in the basement during, you know, sirens going off and all kinds of things. So I really appreciate my wife letting me go and being home with no electricity, no <laughs> nothing for a few days hopefully that while our town dug out i show up and like there's just it looked like a war zone in some places with trees so god bless her for letting me go and she's like okay with letting me go in the future i think so i was worried that's what i was gonna that's that's how i wanted i was worried i'd never get to leave again because you know tornadoes so the question is are we going to be able to do a rope drop radio uh trip next year next summer i hope so i hope so we'll just We'll hopefully meet up with some listeners next time mm-hmm. and make it a drop weekend. So we'll see. Yeah, no, with the new Toy Story Land opening up uh, next May, June, July area, we'll find out more about that. But uh, might be might have to review that one. Might have to. We might have to. Sounds good. Well, you know what? No, it was it was a wonderful trip, wonderful experience. It is a lot different going on a trip with uh, one bros, but also without kids. Yeah. And we're gonna have probably a future episode where we talk a little bit more. I know we talk about you know we both honeymoon there and just doing Disney without kids. It's it's a different experience altogether. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, but it was great. I had a lot of fun, learned a lot about you, uh, and and I continue to grow this show. And we definitely yeah. have some. A lot of fun pictures, stuff we'll be posting, and of course, a lot of uh, we have a lot of uh, future episodes that we recorded live while we were down there. Dude, that was fun to record live. Uh, definitely a different vibe. Get some background noise in there. Had some birds chirping in Pandora's show. Co- couple, couple awkward looks from a couple people walking by, especially in the rain show. Yeah, especially we're we're eating. Kids are splashing in puddles. Wait, I was eating. Yes, to clarify. Just to clarify. So it was fun. All right. Well, if you're looking to do a trip anytime soon, uh, some rates have come out already for 2018. Uh, I know I just booked this week with Michelle McKnight, but if you have any uh, ideas of uh, doing a trip to Disney or Universal, we highly recommend you using the Robe Drop Queen. She'll hook you up with the best deals and definitely the best advice and strategies for fast passes and everything. And if you have any questions, we highly recommend you send us a message via Facebook or Twitter at Robe Drop Radio. We love answering on there and we'll have another listener question show probably coming up here in the future here in a couple months uh, as these questions continue to build Uh, and we did a lot of research this last week uh, you know for your questions that's why we were there I mean I ate a dessert for you yes we you know what was the dessert Pandora like that's why Doug Doug took only two desserts in Pandora really just for you the listeners with mixed results and you survived I did. I did. I'm still here. And and uh, hopefully we'll be able to go again next year. So yep. uh, that's all the time we have for tonight's show, our trip report. It was a lot of fun. 
Rope Drop Radio, and as we continue to grow the show, both in the listeners and just in, in all the messages and the questions, uh, look forward to doing more trips together and continue, hopefully, you know what, hopefully doing someday, like you said, a Rope Drop Radio day at the Magic Kingdom where we all meet up at a restaurant and can kind of have fun together. So hopefully that is here down the road in a couple of years. Yep. Sounds good. Well, for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. Thank you so much for listening to Rope Drop Radio.